The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. I just I just have one question. Sure. I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying he didn't do it. But I've heard some different analysis of the Washington Post story, and I'll come up with my own judgment when the facts actually come out. But I just had my question to you was, I haven't heard you come down nearly as hard on the judges of the Ninth Circuit Court as you are on Judge Moore. They're already in office for life, and they're not abiding by President Trump's executive orders for our national security. You mean the immigration orders? Yeah, the, the immigration. Yeah, so, so this, so this is point, Daniel. When, yeah, when the Supreme Court rules on those orders, and and if, if when the Supreme Court backs President Trump on those orders, and it has partially already, then the Ninth Circuit Court is going to abide by them. They have no choice, and they will. I have no doubt they will. And if they don't, I will be the first one railing against them. It's it's. But in the meantime. Uh, there are challenges to Donald to to President Trump's uh, uh, executive orders, as is appropriate under our Constitution. There are challenges in the court system. While those challenges are happening, until there has been a final ruling on those challenges, uh, you know, different courts are going to disagree, and that's what's happening right now in the country. Different courts are disagreeing. It's going to the Supreme Court. It's it's right. been there already, partially that, but... resolved, but it hasn't fully been resolved. My point is about, especially this guy out in Hawaii, is that the courts have nothing to do with national that, security. That's not as true. That's, that's not true. And, and says, yeah. Congress gave the President of the United States ultimate power over national security. So if he makes an executive order and says, hey, we're not taking anybody from these eight countries, they shouldn't be able to say a darn thing about it. No, that's not how the system of government of the United States works. That's that's not how the founders intended it to work. Everything the president done, the president does. You should be able to question. You should be able to uh, oppose. You should be able to bring before a court of law. The president is not above the law, above uh, any criticism or any questioning or any challenges on any aspect of his job. So uh, even even when it comes to national security, the fact is that it is Congress that declares war. It is Congress that approves treaties. It is Congress that decides how much money goes to the Defense Department. On, on every aspect, there is a balance of power. So the president can't just go out and do foreign policy all by himself unquestioned. The Congress can't do whatever it wants. And the courts are there if... Uh, if anybody perceives something that the president or Congress does that it's unconstitutional, it is your duty to go to the courts and challenge what the president has done. And, and this whole thing of executive orders, if the founding fathers saw what Bush, Obama, and Trump are doing with executive orders, they would have flipped over. They never wanted the president to have as much power as we're giving the president. We've created an imperial president, a president with far more executive powers than the founding fathers would have ever, ever wanted the executive branch to have. Uh, we believed in limited government. 
with limited power to the president and limited power to the to the to to, to Congress. So absolutely, you can question what uh, what the executive branch does. You can question executive orders, even executive orders that have to do with immigration, even executive orders that have to do with immigration that couched as national security issues. You can question those through the court system, and ultimately, the Supreme Court will rule one way or the other. Now, if Donald Trump had said, if President Trump had said, it's an emergency, we have to do this because there's an imminent threat, nobody would have challenged that. That is not what was presented. What was presented was a plan to revamp uh, immigration uh, for security reasons in a particular way. That plan is being challenged. That plan will go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court would rule. We are a nation of rules, not a nation of men, not a nation of executive orders. Uh, and this is this is actually, I, I believe, agree or disagree with Trump's executive order. This is a beautiful process. This is how a republic works. We should celebrate this process. And and I know in Fox News you have all these experts saying, oh, no, this is, this is wrong. Well, let's see if the Supreme Court says... If the Supreme Court, uh, uh, which is conservative right now, let's see if they go after this judge in Hawaii and say it's it's not your purview. I don't think that's what they're going to rule. They're going to rule, yeah, this is an issue that should have come to us. Here's our decision, one way or the other. Cool. That, that's the way the system works, and it's great. By the way, if Obama had done something through executive order that was national security, that Republicans had felt had thought was wrong and and bad, they would have gone to a judge, probably not in Hawaii. They probably probably would have gone to a judge in Alabama and got that executive order suspended until it reached the Supreme Court just the same way Democrats did with what President Trump did. It's fascinating to me that uh, anything Republicans do, rep this is my comment about tribalism, anything a Republican president does is okay with Republicans, and anything a Democratic president does is not okay with Republicans, and the flip, the flip case. So let's be objective about this. There are too many executive orders. The, the executive branch is way too powerful, much more powerful than the than the than the, uh, than the founders intended, and the courts have every right to review uh, presidential executive orders. Thanks, Daniel.